it's the Popcorn Boys, and we're coming in fast. Oh, I mean hot. We're coming in hot. <laughs> we are coming at you live from Culver City, California. I am Kyle Jameson. With me is Daniel Trainer. Hello. And here we are, Daniel. It's fast. It's furious. And boy, am is I tired. <laughs> <laughs> are, they, are these movies furious enough? Well, you know, it's a great question. Uh, they're certainly very fast. You can't argue that. Absolutely. You can't argue that. These movies are fast, indeed. Are they furious? I think they do become more furious as the franchise progresses, which is something we can get into. They are pretty furious, I guess. I was thinking more furious as in anger, but furious as in chaotic. These are the most angry movies in the history of cinema. Are they angry enough? That, there's not enough anger. There's not enough anger. <laughs> this entire franchise is based on anger. Okay, I haven't seen them all. Well, whose fault is that? So Daniel and I have just returned from seeing F9. Whew! The ninth movie in the Fast and Furious franchise. Tenth if you count the spinoff Hobbs and Shaw. And we don't. Daniel, within Daniel, uh, a week ago today, yep. how many Fast and Furious movies had you seen in your life? Well, I think the answer to that is two at most, okay. but not since they came out. Got it. So we're talking decades. Wait, so which one had, which, which had you seen already? I had seen the first one. Oh. And I believe that I had seen, it was either Too Fast, Too Furious, or Tokyo Drift, which is the third. And then I had seen Hobbs and Shaw, right. the, the spinoff. Uh, but in general, the Fast franchise was just a black hole in my mind. Uh, it became this thing that I, really out of no, I don't want to say out of nowhere, but became this just unbelievable phenomenon. And for the most part, I kind of tuned it out just because I, it, it felt like I was too far behind. It felt like I wasn't a part of the conversation. And so it wasn't a part of my life. And, you know, did that sort of uh, annoy me a little bit? Yes. But baby, what an excuse to revisit and go back well, mostly just to visit. the beginning. Mostly visit. Yeah, a good point. Revisit a couple. Um, so we just contributed our hard-earned money. Oh, yes, we sure did. To the F9 box office. Thank yes. you very much. Uh, my. <laughs> yeah, what a mistake on my part. Why didn't we sneak in? Why didn't we pay to go see, you know, a quieter place again? Yeah, you should have. You should have done that and snuck in. So honestly, why F9, did the biggest opening of the year so far, um, as expected, blah, 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 opened at 70 million. The biggest post pandemic weekend we've seen here in the domestic box office. It's up to 76 after a weekend and a few days, which puts uh, the running totals. Now, Daniel has still only had one movie uh, released from this. Uh, is, this is the box office draft. Of course, from, from our box office challenge. The most important uh, thing on planet Earth. Daniel uh, has, of course, a quiet, a quieter place, which is up to 137 million. <laughs> Woohoo! I have had six movies released: uh, F9, Cruella, In the Heights, Peter Rabbit 2: The Runaway, uh, The Conjuring: colon, The Devil Made Me Do It, and of course, who can forget Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. <laughs> so I currently lead with uh, 288 million. Um, basically, basically doubled you up, but I've I've had six movies come out. To yeah, you and one. I've had one. Now, F9 has only had one weekend so far. Sure. So that, that's going to grow 
that's clearly going to fly past a quieter place. I want to say that I'm I am a bigger man than you, and I can congratulate you on a big opening weekend for F9. And I also want to congratulate movie fans for getting back to the cinemas. <laughs> it's important. We're back, Well baby. done. We're back, baby. Cinema is back. Listen, congratulations. It's a big weekend for you, and it's you. Yeah, you need it. But congratulations. We're the the race is back on. I was in trouble for a little bit, hmm, but I race. got a, I got a hit on my hands. You have upcoming. Your the next movie you have coming out is actually, uh, uh you know, our first real big one. This Fandango dot com five pick. Fandango.com forward slash Black Widow. Get your tickets early. Get them now. Just buy it on Disney Plus and watch it at home. Yes. There's still a pandemic out there. No, no. The Delta variant is is coming for everyone. <laughs> Stay home. No. Don't go to the theater. No. COVID is a hoax. <laughs> COVID is a hoax. Oh, go see Black Widow in theaters. Delta variant. You can watch it on Disney Plus. Delta variant. CF9 again. That one you have to see in the theaters. I'm more of a Delta Burke man. Delta Burke? Yeah. Who's that? Unbelievable. Go on. Delta Burke. <sighs> Burke Williams. Mm. Dr. Burke from Grey's Anatomy. No, but do you like massages? Love massages. Can't do that. That's maniacal. I used to work when I worked in movie theater. Thank you, where I got the idea for this podcast. Uh, there was a Burke Williams directly below, and it smelled so, so good <laughs> that it was so enticing but I, ne- I could never dare go in because it just felt like I would go in there and people start touching you. Yeah, that's great. I absolutely hate that idea. They should start rubbing you immediately upon when you walk in. That's just an absolutely abhorrent idea. It's outstanding. So. Yes, sir. Run me through uh, your week of watching okay. the entirety of the Fast franchise since we last recorded. Let me tell you. When I started this endeavor... Because I put a lot of work into this podcast, okay? And I also have a lot of time on my hands. Sounds like you're pointing fingers, but... Not at all. Not at all. When I started this uh, less than a week ago, setting out to watch all eight in anticipation of seeing F9 in theaters, you know, the idea of Dominic Toretto, the idea of Brian O'Connor, Letty, Mia, these are all abstract ideas in my mind. Take or leave them. Okay. We should discuss the all the names, by the way. Please don't test Luke me. Luke Hobbs, Deckard Shaw. Deckard Shaw. Yeah. Fantastic names. They're great. Yeah. Cipher. Not so great. I found about found out about Cipher for the first time today. I will need about ten minutes on Charlize Theron's hair in both movies. Oof. Oh, you want to say oof? Talk about what she did last time. <laughs> Big, oh, oof. Was... Big oof. Big <laughs> oof. It was different last time? Oh, she had dreadlocks. Oh. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. So now she just had a, you know, the bowl cut that I got at Supercuts when I was in fourth grade. Yeah, the bowl cut is just. Bowl cut, iconic. What's Bring back the bowl cut. Now, when you got your bowl cut, did you like, what, what was it called when they like, they would lift it up and you would go further underneath when it got long? The colander cut. No. It was about like letting the bowl flow down onto it. The waterfall. Yes. The waterfall bowl cut. Famous. She had dreadlocks, huh? It, unbelievable. Terrible. So when I went into watching these movies, I, these characters to me meant nothing. Honestly, take or leave it. Take or leave them all. And now, how many times have you cried in the past week? Every this? movie. And when I tell you, I would jump in front of a train for the Toretto family. 
these people have taught me about love. They've taught me about loss. They've you, taught me about family. They've taught me about me familia. Are you including Jacob Toretto in uh, the Toretto family that you would sacrifice yourself for? Listen, Jake Toretto played by John Cena. You can't see me. Guess what? I could see him in this movie. His head is huge. Very large head. I want to spend half an hour talking about just the structure of his body. It doesn't make any sense. All the th- I laughed at every single one of the throwback scenes when they were kids. <laughs> yeah. Because Vin is the, – the young Vin is yeah. like a good eight inches taller than young John Cena. Oh, now, sure. obviously, he's the younger brother, so he's supposed to be smaller. But in real life – Vin is what five six, and John Cena is gigantic. Is he really only five six? No, I don't know. But Cena's he... not tall though. Well, he's over six feet, isn't he? Oh my god, look it up. Maybe not. I don't think so. I'm okay. gonna say no. I say under six feet. John. Well, Cena. I remember there under. being a thing when they brought the Rock in, and and you know they were kind of they had to shoot them as For, if they're like the fact, similar. He and Vin, who famously heights. hate each other. Right, right. Love that. I mean, no Rock in F9. That's fine. Love the Rock, of course. I was hoping to see The Rock. Yeah. Now, my, my background here is uh, I saw the original Fast and the Furious, number one, in theaters with some friends while I was in high school. Okay. I was like Bragging. a freshman in high school Bragging. or something like that. Uh, loved Who, it. Who'd you go with? Can I guess your friend's name in high school? Sure. Tommy. Uh, Meatball. Meatball. You had a friend named Meatball. There was a Tommy. I don't know if he went to this movie. Of course, or not. there was a Tommy. I mean, I grew up half hour south of Boston, so just throw out all the Irish names, and you're gonna Dirk. Dirk. <laughs> you think Dirk is an Irish name? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we saw the movie. Mikey O'Callaghan. Uh, no, but there was a, a Mike Sullivan. Oh my God! There's so many Mike Sullivans. You just have Sully. The guy who flew the plane? Yeah. Are you friends with Captain Sully Sullenberger? Did you know that... My hot um, take on him. He sucks. Road to Perdition, Tom Hanks' character, his name is Mike Sullivan. Wow. How'd they come up with that? Unclear. So go on. You saw it in theaters. Saw it in theaters. Immediately went to the arcade because none of us had driver's license yet. And so we we played uh, the car games. My driver's license. (laughs) We played the racing games because we were so fired up to just drive really fast. These movies make me want to drive fast. How many car accidents on the way home from the movie theater do you think this franchise has caused? That is such a great question. These movies are extremely dangerous and should not be shown. But, like, truly, it... Mate, like even coming home from the movie today, I'm sorry, you were in the passenger seat. It, I was like, I want to, I got a need for speed, baby. I was, I was gripping the, the handrail. What yeah, because you, you could figure out where you wanted to go to dinner. Spoiler alert: Panda Express <laughs> <laughs> needed something quick so we could get to recording. Got yeah. stuff to do. So anyway, uh, sorry, your theater experience. Go on. So yeah, so I, I saw, back in the day, I saw Fast and Furious one. I hadn't seen a single one since then. Um, this week I also watched, I rewatched Fast 1 and I watched Fast 2. Too fast. And then jumped right ahead. Like a complete psychopath, jumped all the way ahead, skipped all the way ahead to F9. I love that though. I think it's a really interesting look at the franchise. Well, I knew you were watching all of them. And so I was like, I'll just watch the originals and then we'll see if we can, if I can piece things together. If I understand, you know, these, these movies are complicated. There's a lot going on. They really are. (laughs) Wait, are they? I don't know. I haven't seen most of them. No, they feels pretty straightforward. Oh, you were – oh, I thought you were being <laughs> serious. Did you understand the 
Yeah, I knew everyone. What are you talking you about? understand? Of F9, course. When they were like, we have to get the cipher to the black box. It's going to destroy well, the world. None of it made any sense, but it wasn't because I hadn't seen the other it? movies. No that's, no, that's not what I'm saying. I mean, as a standalone plot, did you understand F9? Yes. Interesting. I think so. Okay. Did Makes you, one did of you, us. Did you not? <laughs> no. Well, it wasn't that hard. Oh my god! Once somebody starts pressing a computer, I'm like, I'm, I've lost. There was lost. literally like, I'm lost. They were trying to get some weapon. There was one half of it. They got the other half, and then there was a a passcode. When they basically. start bringing stuff up on a big computer screen, I'm like, this is, I'm done. I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> You're not a PowerPoint guy. No, 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 no. All right, well, word let's run. Art. I love word art. Let's run through the franchise, and I want you to walk me through your experience this week of okay. watching uh, nine fast movies in a row. Oh my god, I got I. I will I, ask. I, some, so... I will ask. I watched the first two, so I will pitch in for those, and I will ask questions as we go to try to piece together what I just saw. Well, in can F9. I just tell you, watching nine of these in a week, I am so horny. These movies are so hot. Yeah, they are just and F nine kind of lacking that a little bit. That was where's the sexual severely tension? Lacking. None of it. F one is steaming hot. Okay, let's start. The Fast and the Furious is one of the sexiest movies of all time. It is absolutely outrageous to have Vin Diesel, who in F9, Vin Diesel, and I don't even mean this as a knock. He's just gotten older. He's an older guy. Right. right. In the first movie, Vin Diesel is so hot. <laughs> it is unbelievable. The makeout scene with Michelle Rodriguez in the garage. Yes. When he lifts her up. Great scene. I think about it daily. <laughs> and this is this is pre I mean, this is back from when I saw it back in the day. Okay. Thinking about it all the time. This movie is interesting because seven minutes in, somebody calls Paul Walker a faggot. Yes. Did that not sit well with me? Yeah. Did I think maybe I should stop this? I did. But I persevered because that's what Dominic Toretto would want me to do. Okay, he taught me a lot this week about perseverance, hard work, dedication. Okay, he taught me a lot. Well, the the man who used that word got his comeuppance. Now, who's that? I don't know. Okay, Paul Walker immediately turned around and fought him. Oh, the faggot guy. Yes, yes. yes. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, and Paul Walker's an ally. Um, the Fast and the Furious, the first one. Do I think it's a stellar movie? Yes. Mm, oh. No. Do I think it's an electric experience? 100%. Yeah. And it It's not electric though. Oh, cuz of the cars? Yeah. Oh my god. Can you no imagine Tesla's Ugh. out in the Ooh. out in these streets? Ooh, maybe Fast 10 is all about Dominic Toretto getting a hybrid. <laughs> that would be delightful. Elon Musk will be in Fast 10. Um one of my favorite parts about Fast One, uh, when they're they're waiting to race, and you know the street racers, one of them has the police scanner. Yeah. And all of a sudden he yells out, "All right, everyone, great news! There was a one eight seven in Glendale. <laughs> Somebody got murdered in Glendale. We're good to go." I was cackling. These movies. What, there was a murder at the Americana. <laughs> Somebody drowned in the fountain. <laughs> uh. 
what thinking back to those movies and then thinking about what we were just talking about with all this hacking sort of convoluted stuff there was a simplicity to the first one well that's obviously what's what was very jarring for me yeah of course you know, watching the first two and then jumping all the way to this one it was like whoa we uh yeah like the first one is about we made, like we made some leaps here yeah the first one's about like Street racing and cars and, like, these guys who don't like each other because they, like, fuck their girlfriend or whatever. And then, the you know, F9 is about, like, well, if we don't get this, the world will blow up. <laughs> right. Like, exactly. Oh, interesting. We interesting. Raised, we raised the stakes. Okay, the stakes have been raised. But I make the contention that Vin Diesel's performance in the first Fast and the Furious is one of the greatest film performances of all time. And you're not exaggerating. A little bit. You are exaggerating. It's not, of course. A, a little, but not much. Vin Diesel should have been nominated for Best Actor. He's at the outstanding. That year. He's he's such a formidable force. And it's like, it's easy to think, like these are all essentially unknown actors at this point. Going into this franchise, there are all these hot 20-somethings who were just sort of in this thing that very easily could have been nothing, right? It could have been a direct-to-DVD. Right. Someone just decided to make a movie about street racing. This would be cool. We'll and cast... We'll have an extremely diverse cast. We'll throw Ludacris in there to be the guy who Ludo. who says go at, during the races. And there's no Which, way that that was jar. That was oh sure in F9. I didn't. I don't think I realized how much of a main character Ludacris has become. Ludacris is in the Ludacris, first one. He's literally just the guy who says go at oh Ludacris is a major in this player one. He's like in the Fast franchise. He's a super spy. Oh yeah. Oh of course. He was basically playing himself in the first one. It was, right. It was, well, right. You know, so I, I was staring at it being like, wait, is he yeah. just like, he's one of the crew. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it, it would have been easy for, I think, everybody to sort of throw in the towel. But this leads into, I think, what has made the franchise what it is, is that everybody involved is on board. Right. Everybody understands the assignment. And everybody seems to be, A, having a good time. And be really going for it. Right. Because and that's evident from the from There's the a jump. lot of, of like kind of wooden dialogue in the early movies oh that are just and, and but it doesn't matter. It like you, you brush past it because everyone, like you said, is kind of just all in with it. Yeah. And there are moments like <laughs> Oh no. The Vin Vin's charisma Off. is completely off the charts. I, I have chills. I I have chills thinking his, about it. His any real racer speech from the first movie? Any racer. Any real racer. I don't even know He's what else he says. But it's a 10 out of 10. And he also has the speech about his dad's death. And listen, when I tell you that I cried. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? The... Is is about him hearing the okay. screams, seeing the the fire. Yeah. Unbelievable. He's so he's phenomenal. Which brings me to uh, an awkward part about Fast One, and I guess really all really all of them leading up to. Okay. The amount of Paul Walker death foreshadowing that Kyle? shows up, Kyle, in the Fast and the Furious. It's one of the most eerie things I've ever experienced. There are seven moments. Kyle, at least I watched in, in all just, of them in just the first movie. I imagine there are seven times where it's, where Paul Walker is driving a car nearly it's, out of control, and it's like he's worried that he's going to kill himself. In, the idea in the that car. Paul Walker 
best known for starring in the street racing franchise, died in a street race, is never something that I will get over. I think about it every day. Am I complicit? <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 insane. And and sorry, we're giving so much talk. God, this we're still in the first movie. Uh, well, the first one's important. It is. Well, you haven't seen any of the others. We're talking about <laughs> Vin. True. Paul Walker in these movies throughout the franchise is so absolutely pitch perfect for this role. He is perfect. Is he the best actor of all time? No, but he is perfect in this role. So natural, so handsome. And it... Uh, astoundingly good looking. Unreal. And then, like, he just is such a natural... And I, there's no... This is such a simplistic way of saying it, but there are many times you don't really even feel like you're watching somebody act. It doesn't seem like he's trying at any point. At he's just all. saying... And, like, which is weird because... There are a lot of lines that come across as, like I said before, very wooden. Yeah. And a lot of them are, are his, but like... I was looking at his eyes during that those lines. Probably. Yeah, I mean, you just check him out. You're, you're just, wow, this guy is incredible looking. But He's he, so handsome. It's very strange. Like, what he, he... He just has something that you it's can't something. quite figure out other than he's preposterously good looking. But it, it is more than that, though. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah, it's that's kind of the obvious thing. But there's something else there that, despite him maybe not being just the greatest actor, yeah, you're still on board. Or is he? Or is he? Maybe he is. Maybe he is. Now, obviously, the first movie is is you know this is this isn't the first time this comparison has been made, but it's basically a Point Break ripoff where they were like, let's sure. take surfing and turn it into street racing. Sure, but. They made a lot of great decisions, ultimately with, I mean, obviously with the casting, as these some of these people have become superstars. Yeah, and really, the thing that jumped out watching the first one was, I was like, "Is this the most diverse movie I've ever seen?" Right. It's incredible. Every single there, across the board, diversity everywhere. There's, no gay people, but go on. Well, there's yet to be a gay person, and and there have been nine. Hmm. You know why, though? We don't really like cars, but it's okay. Gays don't like cars? No. And I'm from the Motor City. <laughs> no, but, you know, from a family of car enthusiasts, cars never really been my thing. People often ask, what kind of car do you drive? And I do not know the answer. Oh. And that's troubling. That is troubling. That's not something I'm proud of. But despite that, despite that, enthralled by the first movie. Second movie. Now, you must be referring to Too Fast, Too Furious. Too Fast, Too Furious. We'll get into a little thing about all the titles of these movies here in a bit. But Too Fast, Too Furious. I also watched this one. Uh, Paul Walker is the only one who comes back for it. Crazy. There's no Vin. My first note is, I miss Vin. My first note was, so the plot of, so the end of Fast 1, uh, Paul Walker basically refuses to arrest Vin Diesel and 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 seemingly quits being a cop. Yeah. The second one starts and they need an un- they need someone to go undercover and they're like, "Who's the man for the job? How about the guy who bailed last time?" Yeah. It cracked me up. I loved it. I was all in. Yeah. Uh I for Too Fast Too Furious, I wrote 
script yikes <laughs> there, there are yeah. some there are some moments that are troubling it's a really interesting i i think it's quite a big step down in terms of the franchise it, it's it's a bit breezier there's a little bit more of a lightness to it i think but it's it's just not particularly memorable i mean you get to watch paul who is as we said one of the most handsome people to ever exist so that helps and also we'll get into this a little bit later maybe but tyrese well yeah they introduced tyrese in the second movie who was in this home run he and paul walker have unbelievable chemistry they're great they sort of saved the whole thing from being a complete train wreck like they're they're great together a couple other great things about two one uh don't say it Devin aoki it's one of the worst performances i've ever seen in a movie she's stunning okay i actually like to talk about women on a multi-level she's stunning like iconic yeah she's gorgeous she's a supermodel (laughs) Yeah, she was fantastic. She she gave gave a great performance as well. Yeah, okay. A couple yeah. other things I like. Sure. The dad from Dexter uh, oh, right, is right, the weird right. cop in the second one. Yeah. Is, a weird, is there a weird cop in every one of these? Because there are in the first two. Fast one, the weird cop is is um, Buffalo Bill. Right. From, from Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, are there weird cops? Sort of, but it gets so abstract in, in the sense of like, are you a cop or are you some like secret agent? They just get more confusing as they go. Mm. Uh, so sort of, but not really. Two other things I liked about Fast 2. It's not called that. Too Fast, Too Furious. Thank you. Uh, the torture scene with the rat. Sure. Bad guy traps a rat. Oh, uh, it takes a detective who he's trying to get information out of. Puts a rat under a metal bucket. We've on all his chest, we've all been there. <laughs> and then heats the bucket with like a one of those with like a lighter, basically. Until one of those it, lighters until it gets so hot that the the rat's only option to get out is to bite through the guy's skin. Was Just that a, actually happen? I have absolutely There's no idea. There's only one way to find out, ladies like, and gentlemen. Bring out the bucket. <laughs> bring out the rat. When you. Ratatouille would be like for... Ratatouille would be like, oh, this needs some seasoning. That's <laughs> that's such a good idea for a torture scene. It doesn't take that much. You it just isn't... kind of you give it this explanation and you immediately buy it because you're like, what? How's the rat gonna get out? Like, he's sure. not gonna just let himself die in there. He's gonna he's gonna bite his way through the stomach to get out. I loved it. Last thing, and it better be what I'm thinking. The movie ends. It's not with a car jumping. With they they <laughs> jump the car. Yeah off god knows what like onto a boat it's just they jump the car off god knows what should be the subtitle <laughs> of every one of these movies and it's outstanding it's 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 like they just they just went for it and said screw it we're gonna we're just gonna jump the car and that's how we're gonna end this that that's how they're gonna they yeah. win sort of uh, and, first and it's peak. very clear that they they did that and they were like you know what uh-huh that worked exactly exactly <laughs> i feel like that set the stage for the rest of the franchise it's your first peek into sort of what's to come that what what i was hoping you were going to say was eva mendez who is oh, right. a joy and i want back desperately has she not showed up in any of the others never again wow so if too fast was a step down we've now come to the fast and furious tokyo drift yes now when i tell you I, I I didn't remember this at all. I start this movie and I'm like, who the hell are these people? Everybody's gone. Everybody. Everybody is gone. And instead, we are left with Lucas Black, 
who returns in F9. Mm. He's, you know, the... I talk like this. You audibly groaned when you saw him. He's the worst actor I've ever seen. He is so truly terrible. I think they brought him in thinking, we found another Paul. We found another Paul Walker. And then this doofus shows up, and you're like, who the hell is this? Does he pop up from time to time in the others, or was it just until now? He, I think I think only F9, or maybe he's in Fate. I think he's in like a scene or two in the Fate of the Furious, Okay, if I remember correctly. He is so truly terrible, and it all sort of hinges on him kind of being this charismatic American in Tokyo, and he's just not. He's... So bad. It's awful. Is he, the, is he the main character? Yeah. Okay. In my notes here, it speaks to the absolute genius of Paul Walker. <laughs> and then I say this movie, this entire movie is literally about the concept of drifting, which is the most boring thing on planet Earth. When I tell you. Well, you said, you've already said you're not a car guy. Dr- drifting? The way they talk about drifting. It's like, do you drift, bro? Hey, bro. You know how to drift. There are so many drift montages. I don't think Just turn! <laughs> I don't think there's any drifting in either of the first two. The first two are all about NOS. It's 100% I, oh, NOS. How have we not talked about NOS? Inject the NOS. How have we not talked about NOS? Into my veins. The Let's most go. precious commodity on planet Earth. And this is what I was missing. It's like we sort of get to like... And maybe I'm a car guy. I'm a car oh. guy. Yeah, okay. I'm a Vin Diesel car guy where he's like... I'm a Nos guy. Well, I'm a, oh, I'm a Nos guy. Nos, Nos till I die. Okay? Nos till I die. But... We it's all about... See, you can't hit it too early. You can't hit it too early. That's... Oh, you, whoever, I love how... First of all... Whoever I holds just out watched, longer to hit the Nos wins the race. I just watched all of these in a row. Okay? I know more about Nos than you. Oh, okay. How dare you? Okay? I learned everything. Did you know Nos is also an energy drink? Nos yeah, is an you, energy. Drink? You can yeah, it's like there's a Nos like energy drink. Don't drink. Why it too aren't we drinking it right don't now? Don't drink it too early. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta wait until the right moment. That's exactly right. Uh, Tokyo Drift is just a huge failure. So here, here's this is a fun fact that I found out. So they screen Tokyo Drift for audiences, right, for like test screenings, and apparently it just like completely bombed. And so we're talking about everybody's gone from the first two that's actually not entirely correct at the end there's a very clunky vin diesel cameo really so he shows up did they do this retroactively well so the story yes so the story behind it is after the test screenings went poorly vin agreed to make a cameo only if universal would relinquish the rights to the chronicles of riddick (laughs) Oh, wow. So he can make it independently. Unbelievable. So Universal had the Riddick rights, and he said, I'll make a cameo in this stupid Tokyo Drift movie if you let me <laughs> make this that. movie. And so he shows up for two minutes. So what we have so far is The Fast and the Furious, this original movie, not necessarily original story because it's just a point break ripoff. But okay, whatever. I, that's, I wouldn't go that far. What do you mean? I mean, sure, but it's... That's literally what it is. Yeah, but it's... Okay, I think that's a little simplistic. Instead of robbing banks, they're robbing trucks. With every movie, every movie's about the same thing. Okay, but it's literally every about movie on Earth is about the, the same undercover thing. cop going in with with the quote unquote bad guys, but then kind of having a man crush on the main bad guy. There's a whole TV show about this. What undercover boss? Oh, boss baby, <laughs> family business. Do not even think about going to see that. 
So obviously we have this original first movie. Yeah. We have a sequel to it in which only one of the main characters comes back. Yeah. And then the third one, we have a spinoff, and it's like, all right, this made not even half the amount of money that the previous one made. Yeah. Tokyo Drift. And then it feels like the franchise is on its last legs. You have, yeah, the original, you had a, you had a sequel, and now you have a spinoff, and they've kind of gone down. And then all of a sudden, we have Fast and Furious. Which is the fourth one? Unbelievable title. A gen- yeah, just a, a just a reset, and everybody comes back, right? It's, now I it's, uh, I haven't seen this one. Yeah, it's staggering. They just bring everyone back, essentially. Yeah, and it makes seventy million opening weekend. It makes more than any of the previous three make in its run at the box office. It, it we have it's, a, we have a hit on our hands. It's and really the franchise is revived from. It's from, really uh, the first peak. It was on into- fumes. Is it a car pun? Wouldn't know. Sorry, wouldn't know. Fumes, running on fumes. Never heard of it. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn on my anti-lock brakes. <laughs> Good one. And stop this. It. Do you so, know what anti-lock brakes do? They stop the car. They're, <laughs> they're called yeah, brakes. You know, do you know why? Because they're anti-locked. But if you just slam on the brakes. Your car will just skid. No. You know what I mean? The, 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 no. the wheels will stop spinning, but you'll just kind of skid. Whereas if the, you, the if anti-lock st- brakes does like these really short, these short stopping. So it's grabbing it and slowing it down, but it's not. I'm a good it, enough driver where I would never need that. not completely stopping the tires where you will just slide. I'm a good enough driver where I'd never need that. I don't rely – I don't like this whole – I don't rely on, on, on God and science to drive my car. I drive it myself. You were literally talking about how your car will just – has a function where it will just stay centered in the lane and you're worried you're going to crash one day because of it. Yeah, well, okay. I'm, I contain multitudes. I don't rely on God I and science cont- to drive my car, he says. I contain multitudes. Speaking of God and science, is that really what the Fast and the Furious is all about? Uh, well – Certainly God. God. God plays a big role. Science? I don't think many of them uh, believe in it. I think NOS is pretty sciencey. Fast and Furious. Our, really our first peek into what a crazy franchise this is in terms of its ability to really revive itself, to really be unprecedented in terms of box office numbers uh, and, and just really – diversifying itself and i think really understanding the market and i think this one leads or leans into really being unapologetically itself and so that i think is like what makes this franchise great this is where like for all intents and purposes one two three exists on a different plane almost right i mean three is on a fucking island four is a reset and then from there, we just build and build and build. I mean, immediately, it's funny. The fourth one, I actually, I quite enjoyed. I, I think the reviews for it were pretty tepid, despite the, the great box office. But immediately, you watch this thing, and it's like, oh, this feels like it felt it felt like a big budget Hollywood movie, but in a, in a good way. It's all about a few different big set pieces, and it's about a few different big chase scenes. And if that's all that you crave from these movies, it completely delivers. You know? Like, it's a little bit clunky. 
you know, these movies are never going to completely deliver from a <laughs> from like a storytelling nuanced script perspective. Right. But this is this leads into my big thesis about about the Fast franchise. If you are able to sit back and look at these things and enjoy the absurdity of them and not be this annoying sort of like Neil deGrasse Tyson viewer who's like, actually, that would never happen. Like, if you can just sit back and enjoy, these movies are great. Right. If you're going to be like, oh my, you know, he, he fell onto that car. Like, thank God that car was there at the exact right time. Shut up. These aren't for you. And I'm maybe usually that person who was like, oh my God, this is so insane. But these movies do it really well. The insanity of it all. You have to be on board for it. If you let go your sense of like, that would never happen. Or right. that's so stupid. It's or that's absurd. to compare them to like, say, the Mission Impossible franchise or like yeah. the Bond movies, which which are on that uh, similar level. But these like crank up the ridiculousness yeah. an extra couple levels. And, and even more so every time around, which right. is what I think makes people keep coming back. And like, you're not much of a Mission Impossible guy well, or, Tom or Cru- Bond. Or- well, Tom Cruise should be in prison. Oh, Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise should be in prison. Is a legend and my own personal hero. Okay, well, Tom Cruise should be in prison. What? Being too handsome? Who's more handsome, Tom Cruise or Paul Walker? Paul Walker. Oh, it's actually not even close. I, I got halfway through that sentence and I hated myself. For that's not fair. Paul Walker is one of the most handsome people of all time. It's. I think about it. But you know what makes him. God. He's so frustratingly handsome where it's like <laughs> there is you, – you look at him and there is absolutely zero effort. Right. He's wearing like a pair of jeans that doesn't fit him well and like a t-shirt. an ugly t-shirt. He put zero effort into it <laughs> and he looks incredible. It's true. That's I more, almost just started crying. That's the most believable <laughs> part of, of the first movie is like – him hitting on on Jordana Brewster. Mia, thank you. Got that one. And her just being like, yeah, yeah, like obviously. I'm yeah, not. of course. <laughs> Can you imagine Paul Walker looking at you? What that must have felt like. Unbelievable. Great eyes. Oh, an absolute god. So fast four resets the franchise. We're back. Yeah. The main cast is back. Vin is back. Paul's Vin is back. back. Yeah. They're together again. And so we jump ahead to Fast Five, yeah, which gets even bigger. They oh, add sure does. the Rock in. Hit this movie opens what even the car bigger. Is chasing and breaks two. So, so for reference, Fast Four comes out in two thousand nine and makes one hundred fifty five domestically. Uh, Fast Five comes out in two thousand eleven, makes two hundred nine domestically, and. And doubles the the international or the worldwide box of it. Basically, doubles what Fast Four, yeah, made. Well, so Fast Five takes it up even another notch with the addition of the Rock. Well, I think Dwayne Johnson, I think, can account for most of those. What fifty million dollars? You think he's worth fifty million on? His oh, own? fifty! Oh my God, the biggest star in the world. Is he? I I mean. We can keep this brief, but is Dwayne Johnson the biggest star in the world? Answer Name on three. One, two, three. Yes. No. Who's bigger? Tom Cruise. Tom. Okay. <laughs> okay. Enough of this trolling. 
nonsense. I'm not. What are you talking about? Tom Cruise is not a bigger star than The Rock. He's way bigger. Is The Rock the modern day Tom Cruise? That is the most offensive thing I've ever heard in my to life. To Tom Cruise because Tom that Cruise is, the is most still the modern day Tom Cruise. I have ever heard in my life. The modern day Tom Cruise, I don't know. Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> what the hell? Do you think Jeffrey Epstein killed himself? No, it's probably Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is on that plane. Well, Tom uh, Cruise is a, on the plane. That'd be a heroic, Tom uh, Cruise is on the plane. What plane? The sex plane. <laughs> God, get with it. The Rock takes this to another level, even though he's not the biggest star in the world. He really does. He's great. He, I mean, his charisma on screen. And listen, I'm a wrestling fan. I've known this for years. But it's a pleasure to see it on screen. He's, he's I mean, there could not be a more perfect addition to this universe. It's genius. And this we've said this already, but the casting throughout this franchise is so on point. Definitely. It is so on point. It's really, really good at casting the right person and knowing what person is really going to go for it. And The Rock goes for it. He's phenomenal. My critique about this movie, this is when they start getting into... So I, I believe one through four, I think are all sort of in the hour and a half, hour 40 range. Fast five, mm. we bump up to two hours and 10 minutes. Gotcha. It's too long. It's too long. And they're all that length from here on out, even F9, which we saw tonight. They're yeah, just, how long is F9? I was just wondering. I don't, what was. I don't know. I'll look it up as you continue. They're, they're just too long. And I know I rail against movies being too long all the time. But, like, there was something so great about the first Fast and the Furious being the appropriate length. It, yeah, F9 it, was 225. It, that's just – it's too long. It's too There's a lot going long. on in these movies, but we could – there's but no, there doesn't need to be. We don't need to break two hours. No, <laughs> you really don't. And like, anyway, but despite that, Fast Five, I think is, I guess I can say this now, I think the best of the franchise. Ooh. Um, the final chase scene is so good. This is the famous bank vault it's, scene. It is phenomenal. It really is. I When it ended, I almost went back and watched it again. Because <laughs> I was having the time of my life. I was having the time of my life. And I was watching it on my computer screen. It made me really want to watch some of these on a big screen. Like if Fast Five was showing at a theater tomorrow, I would go. I would too. Again, is this a perfect movie? Absolutely not. I think I is need it, to see Fast Five. It's great. Is it completely absurd? Yes. And that's what's fun. They understand the assignment. In Summer should be fun. Amanda, not fun. What's that from? Summer House. Fever Pitch? That's from Summer House. Are you watching Summer House? No, but I've seen it. How do you know Summer House? Beth watches it. Of course she does. She has taste. <laughs> uh, Fast and Furious 6. Comes out in May of 2013. And box office-wise, we jump up again. Yep. Uh, opens at $97 million opening weekend. Finishes at 238 so we jump up another almost $30 million domestically. Yep. Worldwide, it jumps up another $140 million. $788 million worldwide. Unbelievable. And so we went from Fast 4, only made 363 worldwide. Two movies later, we're... We're more than doubling that at 788. Crazy. And I, I think that leads into, like like I've said, 
it's people knowing that they're going to go into the theater and get a theater experience. You know that everybody behind this movie wants to deliver and keep ramping everything up. And you get that vibe from the from the performances to the production of the whole thing to the direction. It's it's it delivers when you want it to. And like the sixth one I think is I think is is it's fun. It's a fun movie. Okay, this is what I was gonna ask because in my head you know, I've seen the first two. I know what Tokyo Drift is. I understand Fast Four. They all come back. The Rock is in five, and it has the bank vault scene. I can't conjure up anything. Six. Of, okay. Well, of what six, happens or who's in or who debuts in Fast and Furious Six? Okay. Well, who debuts? Luke Evans. Thank God. Luke Evans is in it. Yeah. Oh, had no idea. And then also Gina Carano. Oh. <laughs> Gina. Gina Carano. How Gina? She's the most lifeless, boring. <laughs> she's terrible. I mean, she's a, she's a terrible person, but her performance in this is just like, ugh. Like the entire time, I'm like, they couldn't get Ronda Rousey, who, you know, shows up later. But also, I also don't think it's a particularly good person. But like Gina Carano feels like the like the last choice. I don't understand Gina Carano. There was a moment where where people. It felt like she was going to be, like, this big star. And is she good on The Mandalorian? Not really, no. I can't imagine so. She's pretty dull. She's so dull. She There's nothing behind anything she does or says. I mean, she and Michelle Rodriguez have sort of a fun fight scene. So, so Fast 6, essentially, is all about getting Letty back. Okay. So, Michelle Rodriguez is alive. Uh, I couldn't tell you. Michelle Rodriguez is alive. But remembers nothing. Do you know this? Her memory's gone. Really? Oh, yeah. So oh, she remembers good. nothing. She doesn't know. Does she, she remember making out with Vin in Fast 1? No. Oh. She eventually gets that back. But she sees all of the team and doesn't know who any of them are. So not only do they have to get her back, they have to convince her that, like, she knows them or whatever. It's sort of legitimately compelling. And sort of the stakes in one of these that I enjoy. Like, that to me I get. Right, the personal level. We need her back. We know her. How are we doing this? Rather than like, you know, if we don't get the X exploder to the vault in T minus 900, you're like, I don't, okay. Whatever. Agreed. Um, This is why Skyfall is my favorite Bond movie. If the Skyfall... so it's it's a little overstuffed though. Again, it's too long. Sort right. of falls into that same uh, that same trap. But uh, there's a great chasing with the tank. There's oh, the, tank. The, okay. The, the tank, tank one is, is fast six. six. Okay. Again, you're watching this. You're like laughing out loud. You're like, this is so fun. Right. Uh, it's great. And then there's this. <laughs> there's one. There's one particular scene that <laughs> is like so audacious, so insane, so unbelievable and absurd that like you can't think that this movie should have won best picture like it is one of the great moments in cinematic you think, history you, you think it should have won oh yeah oh, of course <laughs> no it, it's but there's you know it, it again it's amping everything up and there's like this scene in fast six where vin catches michelle in like mid-air after he crashes his car at the exact right moment it's it's great. It's what makes these movies stupid, and it's what makes them fun. Absolutely. You know? Uh, best picture, uh, so you're saying it should have been 12 Years a Slave? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's what it would have been up against. Yes. Fast and Furious 6 should have been 12 Years a Slave. 
Okay. <laughs> Could have replaced, uh, let's see, Nebraska in the nominees. What? Is that Philomena year? Yeah, it's Philomena. Philomena. Yeah. Give me Fast and Furious 6 over Philomena. Now, uh, let's talk about Vin in 4, 5, and 6. Okay. Is he still just no carrying it the whole movie with no. his charisma? Is he giving a really emotional, great speech every movie? Yes. Is Are his arms in every scene that he's in? Of course. Has he ever worn sleeves? Vin has never met a sleeve, and Good. I appreciate Thank that. God. Yeah. Uh, Do okay. Here's what I, something I was thinking of while we were watching Fast Nine today. F Nine. Sorry. <clears throat> Are there any scenes with anyone working out? Oh God, I wish. Yeah. How do they it all? Feels get like so there should buff. be a lot of like like they should always just be kind of like casually working out in like the. That's a great point. God, I wish. Scenes. Don't I wish? Like there should be twenty scenes of Vin just like bench pressing. Yeah. How is Vin Diesel so buff? I, I, I'm not ready to talk about the next movie. Uh, I, I can tell you're, you're delaying here. April 2015, Furious 7. And if you thought the box office was rising exponentially in the last few, this movie opened to $147 million. Opening weekend. It made $353 million domestically. It cracked a billion it cracked 1.5 billion worldwide. This was the fastest movie in history to get to a billion dollars. This is the ninth, according to Wikipedia, I'll double check this, but the ninth biggest movie of all time at the worldwide box office. It's in the top ten biggest movies ever made. Now, I can't do it. So, would you like to tell people why that is? Uh, as was foreshadowed in Fast 1... In this entire podcast. Paul Walker dies while they're filming the movie. I didn't realize that. It was it was over a full... I wonder if... Was it scheduled to come out earlier than that? Well, maybe. I mean, I, I was doing some research into, like, how they put this whole thing together. And it's really quite interesting, but also incredibly sad. What yeah. they had to do to make this movie... Well, they used his brother they and used his some digital His brother is a body double. Right. But a lot of the scenes when they are – and it's it's pretty obvious when you're watching them with the knowledge that he's right. not there. Right. Because they're not showing him. But I have to say, I mean, some of the, some of the acting that, like, Jordana Brewster and Vin Diesel are meant to do uh, in this movie with the knowledge that, like – Paul Walker is supposed to be there as if they're talking to him off screen right. after his death. It's like, whew, it's tough. Yeah. It's very emotional. This entire movie is, is leading to the end, right? Right. And we know that it's coming. And still, I had never seen it before. When we get to the final scene, Paul Walker's final scene. Kyle, when I tell you I started crying. Oh, I believe it. When See You Again comes on, it's... Here's the thing about See You Again. It's a moment that I will never forget. Okay, I'll never forget. See You Again by Wiz Khalifa and Charlie Puth. <laughs> Two absolute titans of the industry. <laughs> Might be... The, it's probably the song of the decade. It is a phenomenal song. It might just be... It might be the song of the century so far. 
Is there a better 21st century I'm song? I'm literally getting see emotional. You again? I'm literally getting emotional talking. You should be. What a what an unbelievable song. It's to just like and they created it specifically for this. It's completely about Paul Walker and and for the end of the movie. If if I have that correct, which I believe I do. You are, I think. What an unbelievable job. Has there ever been Now, do you want to know? Has there ever been something like that where like, hey, we need Something major has happened. We need a song specifically about it. No one's ever hit a bigger home grand slam home run than than the makers of that. No, song. Do you want to know? I, you you might know this, but do you want to? Do you want me to make you mad? Make me mad. See you again. Uh huh. Snubbed by the Oscars. Oh my god. Not even nominated. What? Isn't that the fuck? just given every? What isn't the that fuck? Absurd? The song is huge. It's a massive hit from a massive movie. These are the nominees. It's the ninth biggest movie of all time. Still, one of the At biggest the time songs it was like in fifth? history. These were the nominees for yeah, song of right, the year. Let, let's hear them so I can get even more mad. Till it happens to you from the hunting ground, Lady Gaga and Diane Warren earned it. By the weekend from Fifty Shades of Grey, which is such a bizarre thing to get nominated ahead of See You Again. Earned it. Hang on, I gotta look up that song. You know, earned it. Which one is that? I was it. Oh, well, that's a good song. Uh, it's fine, but if we're gonna nominate some like nominate some like populist song, should we do a Fifty Shades of Grey episode? Love to. Let's <laughs> see if we can get fucking uh, Dakota on my absolute god. Uh, the song Manta Ray. From the movie Racing Extinction by J. Ralph and Anthony. And then finally... I'm sorry, what? Simple Song Number 3 from Youth by David Lang. Kyle, I can't make this up. Was there some sort of technicality? No. Where, for Don't some reason, so. this movie couldn't wasn't allowed to be nominated? It was nominated for Golden Globe. No. No. This is an atrocity. It's one of the... I mean, this is one of the worst subs in Oscar history. I'm getting worked up. You should be. This is... What this is, is unbelievable? It's the song of the century. It's unforgivable. This is unforgivable. I think about that piano at the start. It spent 12 consecutive weeks atop the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. And Qu- it's also... To Wikipedia. It is a good song. Like, it's, it's great. not like it's all lined up. Biggest movie of the year. Biggest song of the year. Great song. Why wasn't it nominated? I don't know. That's not enough. I need... I need. I don't I, know. We need to get to the bottom I of just this. don't think that... I don't know. I think they look at these movies as, like, fluff. And, like, I guess Fifty Shades of Mother Ruffin Grey gets nominated, <laughs> so that doesn't make any sense. But I I don't know. I it was think nominated they, for Song of the Year at the Grammys. It was nominated for a Globe. I don't know. What one song of the year at that Grammy? What is oh, that I on? didn't mention that. Writings on the Wall by Sam Smith. That won the Grammy? That won. That, no, I'm sorry. That won the Oscar. Oh, oh. What won the Grammy for song of the year? Okay, this is a movie podcast. Hold on. I'm trying to figure this out. I should know that at the top of my head. Wait, Writings on the Wall by Sam Smith? Which one was that? Wait, was that the... Was that Bond one? Yeah. Bond. Oh, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. I'm looking up what won the Grammy. For song of the year? Yeah. To me, See You Again is more of a... 
record of the year winner. I mean, nobody knows the difference. Well, it's very obvious. Song of the years for the lyrics and record of the years for the overall production. But No, it's on. not for the lyrics. It's for the writing of the song, which isn't just the lyrics. You write the music, too. God, what a disaster. Uh, song of the year was... Read it. Read Thinking it. Out Loud by Ed Oh, Sheeran. no. Please kill me. Please let me die. Oh, no. Anyone who thinks Thinking Out Loud was Thinking the song of the year instead of See You Again should Ed be Sheeran. fired into outer space. Hey, foreshadowing. Uh, Ed Sheeran. What a dope. <laughs> Imagine thinking Thinking Out Loud is better than See You Again. We got to keep it moving here because we're. I'm yeah, getting, I, I, I'm getting. I, he's fuming. There's smoke coming out of his ears. So Furious Seven, you cry. Paul Walker dies. See you again. Well, is the best song ever. Well, made. hold on. He dies in real life, but going into the movie, oh, yeah. I assume that he died in the movie. So you had never seen the end of the movie. I couldn't bear it. I I've couldn't se- bear it. I couldn't bear having, it. Having I've never watched the movie, but I've seen the scene before where it, it ends that. on the beach, right? Yeah, but even if you're watching that scene without the context of the movie, maybe you think it's in heaven. What, is he going to get eaten by a shark at the beach? No, it's in heaven. Oh, oh, in heaven. It's in heaven. Well, every scene with Vin. Oh, I have a big, oh, I have a hot take. Every scene with Vin in it is lit like he's in heaven. Unbelievable. It's, give me your hot take. No, it'll come at the end. It's sort of about, it's about F9, but it's about the franchise in general. Anyway. All right, well, we're up to F8. I'm surprised they didn't kill him off, but go on. The Fate of the Furious. Yeah. 2017. Uh, the box office comes back to the to the F6 comes back to, levels. Comes back to uh, comes back from heaven. Opens at 98 million, makes 226 domestically, which is down from 353. 98 for... to 226 is rough. 98 is a solid opening. That's true, actually. 226. Well, I mean, the the F6 opened at 97 and ended at 238, so. Sure. Yeah, that's, it's basically right on par back You'd with, expect with makes it still cracks uh 1.2 billion worldwide. So the 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 uh, overseas numbers are still gigantic on this one, much bigger than Crazy. F6. Not quite as big as F7. It uh, makes What I'm happens sorry. in the Fate of the Furious? What Oh, I couldn't tell takeaway? you. I couldn't tell you that. But uh it it does make sense maybe that the the box office legs weren't outstanding. It's it's not a great movie. Uh, we're introduced to Charlize Theron, who, you know, again, unfortunately, is wearing dreadlocks. Uh, we got our first taste of Helen Mirren. So they bring in two Oscar winners. Crazy. We find out that Dom's a dad. Right. In Fate. Fate of the Furious, to me, it's like we get into a lot of sort of analytical stuff that we get into F9 a little bit where it becomes about... A lot of numbers and, and logistics and hacking and there's a submarine well charlie's is a hacker right well That's yeah thing. yeah and there's like a submarine it's in ice and there's a tundra and we really tried to make scott eastwood happen didn't we for some reason uh for me it's it's i mean they were chasing that they needed a handsome white lead but again, again, let me tell you, you can't something. just replace Paul Walker. That's everyone. exactly right. You look at what they try to do with Scott Eastwood and he, he was never meant to sort of be on that same level as a Paul Walker, right, right. but like, yeah, they're not a dime a dozen. You might think they are. You might think, Oh, we're in Hollywood. 
oh, we, we need someone. Oh, we need someone for the new fast. We need someone for the new fast. Like, just go out to Wilshire and, and pick someone up. It's not that easy. It's just not that easy, and we've learned that from Paul Walker. Okay? That's his legacy. It's not that easy to be a hot actor. Okay? Thank you, Paul. Okay. Thank you for your service. They did uh, pick up Charlize and Kurt Russell. and Kurt, of course. Kurt Russell. How could I forget? Okay. In F9, the amount – I, for the life of me, have never Im- – I didn't know Kurt Russell was in any of these movies. Sure. Uh, I didn't know there was a character named Mr. Nobody. Terrible name. F9 – there are so many references to Mr. Nobody. And Please, you it makes it. sense because they, there's enough background to, to understand a little bit. But I was just yeah. like, what? What is going on? You guys, Mr. Nobody. We, we got to find Mr. Nobody. Mr. Nobody's been taken. I kind of like the name. Mr. Nobody? It's pretty solid. Nobody. Mr. Nobody. <laughs> oh, God. He sings that in Fate of the Furious. Does he? No. It's... Yeah. It, again, it, I, I think Fate is, is a step down from... Five, six, and even seven. Um, yeah, it really kind of lost me in the middle a lot. You know, uh, you know. I I think again though, Charlize to her credit, I think really had a great time and adds a lot to the franchise. And this we can start talking about, I guess, Charlize and 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 Helen in F nine as well. But another reason that this franchise I think has been so successful is like having Charlize Theron around, having Helen Mirren around, having Kurt Russell around. Really gives these movies some heft. Oh yeah, and some prestige. You Absolutely. know, There's they some... feel big. They feel important. And it works, you know, from from a feel of the movie thing, and also literally just in the movie when you have such yeah, just a list actors who yeah. like, you know, we we've, we've mentioned sometimes the dialogue in these movies can uh, be a little lacking, but when it's Helen Mirren delivering it, yeah, you're, you're not thinking about well that's a hokey line or whatever. Yeah. You're you're just kind of it works it works these these powerhouses i love it and they're game you know they know what they're doing like helen mirren and charlie's come in they're not just there for a paycheck like they come in they feel like genuine fans of the franchise i think helen right. mirren, helen is, mirren that, that was know? my biggest takeaway of her in, in f9 was like oh she just like loves these movies yeah was like can, can you do a scene where well, Where I'm driving. Yeah, well, yeah, right, exactly. Well, we can start talking about F9, I guess, the one that you actually have something to offer. I guess. Are we skipping, uh, or do you, do you have no thoughts on Hobbs and Shaw? Uh, Hobbs and Shaw is fine. I saw Hobbs and Shaw. Wait, and... here's my question. Is The Rock in 5, 6, 7, and 8? Is he in all of these? Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. And then they spin him off in Hobbs and Shaw, because he is not in F9, which... In F8, he When I t- drafted it in the box office challenge draft, I was... You fully know, expecting him to be in maybe the movie. put a little bit of research into it it's called i, I here i'll show you there's imd write this down imdb.com if you go there it'll show you a lot of things but it'll show you who was in every movie and so if you were to go there for f9 you would see that dwayne johnson is actually not listed imbd yeah i am yeah that's correct you can sign up for pro do a free trial that's what i did Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, uh, he retires in F8. Oh. Sort of. Retires? What, what's He'll his job? Be back. Is he a cop? He's a cop, right? He's a, he's a cop. He's also his daughter's soccer coach. Really? Oh, yeah. Is his daughter they good do- at soccer? No. Uh, They do that thing that I hate when they do it in movies where it's like, it's so obvious from the get-go where they sort of have a close-up on his face and he's like, all right, guys, today... We need to give it our all. 
we need to really go for it. And immediately, like, oh, God, who's he talking to? Because it's not his team right. or whatever. <laughs> it's and then they yeah, zoom out. It's like, soccer. he's a soccer coach. It's like, oh, <laughs> God. Oh, uh, that's a good bit. It was fine. Uh, the so Rock rules. We love The Rock. Come on the pod, Dwayne. Uh, but, yeah, I assume he'll be. I mean, he'll be back for the finales of this. I, I assume everybody will be. Right. Probably. Yeah. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw's fine. Like, I, well, we haven't even talked about Jason Statham, who I didn't really have that much of an opinion on. Going There's a lot of characters we've barely we haven't talked about. Han, yeah, Han, a fan favorite. Han, I could take or leave Han. He's a Han favorite. Uh, Jason Statham, I love in uh, the movie Spy. You ever see Spy? Spy. Melissa McCarthy. It's a Paul Feig movie. Oh, I've Stat- seen some of it. Rose Byrne. Statham is so good in that movie that movie that movie is so good that really sort of went under what's the, the radar other a little what's bit. the one with wait who's in that melissa mccarthy and who rose Byrne. and then there's one with melissa mccarthy and sandra bullock yeah well there's a couple the heat the heat i com- i combine spy and the heat into one spy movie i've only is, seen parts of spy is so much better spy is legitimately a really funny okay. good movie the heat is whatever gotcha uh but Statham rules, and Statham's so perfect for. I mean, drop drop him in anywhere. I mean, he's so funny. He's imagine also... being like, yeah, Jason Statham, and then the the Heat. No, Spy. Spy, Spy. is the movie they reference. Yeah. Well, have you met me? He's a he's a he's a superstar. He's no, but he's a comedic actor in Spy. He's okay. so funny. I mean, ever seen Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels? Yeah. Statham, Statham rules. I haven't I, seen it in a long time, but he's great. I love Statham. All right, let's talk about the movie we saw today. F let's do it. Nine. So what were your thoughts? As somebody who has not been in this world like I have for the past week. Yes. Going in, was there some sort of culture shock? No, because I, you know, I'm, I'm aware of the Fast franchise and what they're doing. And I've seen clips here and there. And I've seen the tra- – I always watch the trailers because they're ridiculous and fun. So I, I knew – what was happening? Like I, I, I wasn't expecting it to still okay, be more about. More than I could say. Go on. I didn't expect it to be still about street racing. You know, uh, yeah. although we we got back to it a little bit here. A lot of uh, a lot of throwback scenes in this movie. We get a That's lot of young of the whole Vin thing. Diesel. It's kind of the oh, I'm sorry. Those, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What do you? They they love a flashback. Yes, yes, that's what I meant. But like, no, but no, but I, we're talking about different things. Like you're talking about like those, like they'll do, like they will literally just flash back to a scene from a previous movie and like show that scene. Oh, gotcha. Um, or like reference back to something. Yeah. Did you think? What did you think of that stuff with like young Vin and young? Sierra? I thought it. I thought it actually, for the most part, worked. Partially because we were getting like, you know, we're getting the. It was a way to get emotional, Vin. You know his his whole backstory with his dad, um, and you know having not gone through the entire journey, but seeing just the the, it's I was like, hey, here's the scene that Vin was talking about in the first in his big speech in the mm-hmm. first movie. And I yeah, got to see right, it. So that right, was, right. That was kind of cool. Um, and I liked that they went back and did a street race. Yes. Between between the two of them. Um, got to see some Nas. Oh, I was just give me the nos, God, just so good. I said nos like the rapper. Nos, 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 nos. Yes. Okay. You gotta don't don't shoot it too early. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, here are my thoughts on F nine. Okay. And this is probably for the full franchise, but 
but it was specifically jumped out, and it's kind of what you've alluded to, to already here. But in my head, or I guess my question is, have they ever said no to someone's idea for something in this franchise? Such a great question. I, I want to get Vin on the phone. Do you have his number? Yes. Uh, it just this feels like the best and possibly worst quality of the franchise, where it's like, yeah, they just. It's so ridiculous, but it just feels like, you know, how about uh, there's a submarine? Let's do it. How about we go into space? Let's do it. Well, yeah. I mean, we said, I mean, we said this on the car ride home today, but like it, yeah. So in this movie, they somehow Ludacris and Tyrese go to space. Do not ask me to explain how they got there. Oh, they got there on a rocket ship. Sure. But like, you know car in a car like a pontiac like or something some, like back to the future looking thing like but Very weird. We, we said this but, but it it yeah it's like delightful. they don't say no to anything and it, it felt like somebody it was joking around like oh what are you guys gonna do next time go to space right you could just imagine that was like and then and then you know we zoom in on vin's face and he's like oh we should go to space we can we do that oh yeah brother we're going to space that's Macho Man? Yeah. That's too much Macho Man. Oh, yeah, brother. Step into a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah, Miss Elizabeth. So here's my thing. For all of my, I love the big swings they take. I love all of this. The space stuff was like, now what are we doing? Uh, The, I, I kind of enjoyed it. I enjoy. I thought the scenes were fun. <laughs> you're right. But you're watching it. You're like, guys. A little, a little <laughs> But like my as I was watching it, they're they're cutting back and forth between the space scene and the kind of culminating action scene. And like the space scene might be the the more realistic of the two as you're watching. (laughs) Listen, all these people in these movies die 20 times every movie. And this gets into. Well, they talk about it. They talk about it. Tyrese's whole thing throughout this movie is like. Which I thought was really interesting. Here's. Are you ready for my hot take? Yes. Okay. They've all been dead this entire time. <laughs> and when do they die? Before the first one. Before the They're first one. They're all dead. Maybe They're the... all dead. What is this, Lost? <laughs> we have to go back, Dom! <laughs> um, the, whatever okay, we're armored... breezing by that. No, that's a great take. I, I don't I have think anything to add. I think they're all dead. I think they're all dead, and this is just like they're... This is... The afterlife. This is uh, all the thoughts in, in Dom Toretto's mind as he as he sips a Corona. Only a short emotional speech for Vin in this one, but on the track with the sun. It's pretty quick, but he nails it. Yeah. I was I was happy to have my, my emotional Vin speech. Uh, I was wondering the whole time as someone who hadn't seen these was who – I was very confused by um, – because when I left off, Michelle Rodriguez and Vin – were in a relationship in in the first movie, and then all of a sudden right. they seem to still be in a relationship. But he had like a kid with someone else, and so that was during when to, she was lost, explain- and then she had unfortunately she didn't have memory loss. Yes, you explained that to me. Uh, oh right, of unfortunately course. did lose her memory. But I yeah. didn't. I was very confused by who is Elsa the mother Pataki, of young Brian. Elsa Pataki, whose character's name I can't remember. Oh, so sorry, Elsa. How do you feel uh, about naming the kid Brian? Well. It's weird because Brian's alive. <laughs> right. It's and like, like 
This should, gets they should have named him like Paul, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but like this idea. Okay. So the movie ends with the shot of Paul Walker's car. Yeah. I don't know. I this idea that we are keeping him alive in the movie. So like he had to watch the kids while they were out on their adventures. It's okay. We can go to space. Brian's back at home. Can you imagine? I wouldn't trust him with a fucking plant. That guy? Brian's a maniac. Yeah. He's got all the kids. Oh, okay. We're fine. Yeah, let's go to Tokyo. I'm not going to lie. Because they were, they had, it's not like they had been referencing Brian throughout the movie other than yeah. like kind of one throwaway line about like, oh, he's watching the kids or whatever. And so at the end of the movie, they're like, one person's missing. And then you hear the motor of the car. And I was like, oh, they're inviting John Cena to, that's what I to thought too. Yeah. And then the car, you don't see who's in it, but it's it's obviously one of one of it's, Brian's cars. I was like, oh, it, it took me a second. I was, and it ends with that. Yeah. It's all it's, about family. Of course, but like, eh, do I like that we are? I don't know. It like all it. feels a little weird. No, I like. It. I mean, I love that he's around. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's better than some, like, CGI Paul Walker showing up. <laughs> hey, guys, how was the trip? Or getting his brother to do it? Oh, my God. I think that I think this was well done. It was just, like, I would have preferred, still thinking about you. I would have preferred maybe something else. Yeah, I know. It was, it was okay, I guess. But, like, maybe there's one person missing, and then maybe it ends with Vin being like, oh, he'll be here. Or something, or like, or right, where instead of showing the like car, yeah, yeah. I, my only problem was it was my confusion of thinking that they were inviting John Cena. Good point. Good point. If I if I wasn't thrown off by that, I would. Yeah. Good point. Uh, I have one other thought about F nine. Okay. And I can't even remember what the moment where it happens was. Great. But there is a reaction shot of Jordana Brewster that is just. Maniacal. Oh, I don't remember. There's this. an absolutely insane reaction shot of her. I think it's like, I think it's when like John Cena's with us now. Like he's back on our team and oh, they're bouncing sure. around to to, to shot. She forgave real quick. She, yeah, very very like everyone forgave him very quickly. Yeah, like, he was literally. But I guess we find out he didn't really kill him. He, was, but he also was a crazy monster. Well, that was the thing. He was trying to like take over the world. <laughs> And then, like, right. he got in one fight with a henchman from the other team. They were like, he's with us now. Let's roll. <laughs> he pulls up alongside. Like, the, I mean, just the car acting in these movies. The car acting? Acting in a car? Oh, or are you talking about the actual cars That's... and their acting? Well, the cars do a great job. The cars do a great job. we got to give it up for the cars. All right? Give it up for the cars. But, no, the, the, act, the amount of acting that these people have to do inside a car, just stationary, can't be overlooked. Cannot be overlooked. Michelle the Rodriguez. Of, it, the amount of this franchise, the amount of shot cutaway shots to like a, a foot on a pedal or shifting gears. Oh, a gear. Or Michelle Rodriguez going, yes. Oh, my God. There were so many of those. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We get it. <laughs> yeah. I love her. Love the short hair. Love the short hair, Michelle. Keep it that way. Uh, so just, just to recap the uh, the titles of the movies here. Okay. Because we're always obsessed with, with movie sequel titles and how franchises title things. Of course. We've ranted about A Quiet Place Part 2 and how it should have been called The Quieter Place. And it is we canonically a whole conversation about Toy Story, Toy Story 2, Toy Story 3. 
The Fast and the Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious, The Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift. Those are all fine. Fast and Furious. Absolutely unforgivable. <laughs> it's literally the same title as the first movie. They shook away the those. Without those. Well, uh, do something Fast else. Fast Five. Fast Five, love. Creative. Fast Cre- and Furious. Cre- oh, yeah. Cre- wow. The creativity really jumped out. Fast and Furious 6. It's weak. At this point, are we not just doing Fast 6? Just, but, like, I like that they did. I like that they've, they've never just done that. Me too, but... Six. But they, I, I wanted them to do something creative with six. You yeah. Know? Okay. Uh, Furious 7, where they I, were like, we're out of ideas here. Just take away fast. I'm okay with it. <laughs> Furious 7, that's great. I'm okay. The fate of the Furious. Out- Why isn't the ATE an 8? Oh, that's what I was going to say. Would be outstanding. I don't get it. If they wrote it out as F, the number 8, fate of the Furious. Why are we not? And then just F9. I don't like F9. F9. I don't like like F9. Are we missing something? Is that like... No. Is F9 like a racing thing or something? Please don't ask me that. I'm thinking of like Formula One, F1. Please, I'm... Oh, maybe. F1, F9. I don't think it is. Or like Mach... Mach... Nine is that a thing? I don't know. The Indy Five Hundred gentlemen, start your engines! <laughs> wow, it sounds like you start gotta... your engines for your start. Start for start four engines. Now I bring this up because obviously up next, I'll let you do the honors. Because oh, is, hold on. You've sorry, been, you've I'm been sorry to about this. We haven't talked about time. the best scene of the movie. Oh wait, what? Oh, Kurt! oh, Cardi B. Oh, Kurt! Oh, sometimes I can do something again. Oh, kurt, kurt, I forgot about that actually. I think I was falling asleep. At the My time. big takeaway: been... more Cardi B, more Helen Mirren. Give me a scene with Cardi B and Helen Mirren. Not Cardi that B hard. Was, Cardi B was fine. Cardi I B enjoyed Cardi B. Cardi B's perfect. They they had her in for the exact right amount of time. She had to say just enough like <laughs> like plot lines i'd say them awkwardly that i i enjoyed it got a big cackle and then we moved on it was every perfect. one perfect of her lines of dialogue was plot driven <laughs> <laughs> hey how you doing boy no it's not latin america this is my squad here now oh so what are you two next <laughs> well dom <we're... laughs> it was the most in that unnatural scene ever i loved it oh that was your favorite huh uh, no. I do think the Helen Mirren scene maybe was my favorite. That was actually great. Love her. Why was... She was in one scene. They had great what chemistry, too. I love her. The Vin-Helen chemistry is off it's the It's so good. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go on. We know where we're going with this. Uh, Fast and Furious 10. Daniel, do the honors. It must be called Fast 10 in your seatbelts. Fast 10 in your seatbelts. And if it's not, I mean this... I will blow something up. <laughs> now, I've just read this today, and it's literally just on Wikipedia, so I don't know if it's true or not. Everything it, everything there is true. I mean, everything. Wikipedia is the best source. Everything the there is true. It seems they are splitting Fast Tenure Seatbelts into a part one and part two. Of course. Which means... I'm nervous. I'm nervous about the title. If, if the title is Fast Tenure Seatbelts, the part two has to be like... Two fast ten, <laughs> your two seatbelts or something like that. Oh, they have to, to do be. it the same way they has did. Too fast, too furious. Has to be. 
too fast in your seatbelts. <laughs> too fast in your seatbelts. Too fast ten your seatbelts. I I'm serious. As the part they, two title, it would be. I'll see it ten times in theaters if, if they, call they it don't call it fast ten your seatbelts. You know what? <laughs> this is will this is, Paul Walker's death have been in vain? <laughs> I this this feels like the franchise you we might be able to trust to do that because they've done totally goofy, they've done goofy things with the titles. Goofy, great word. But if they just call it Fast Ten, I'm going to be upset. If they call it Fast Ten, I'm not saying it, and fast I will delete 10. this episode. Too fast ten your seatbelts. Do you think we could get in fast ten your seatbelts? I don't see why not. Okay, love it. I think everyone's gonna be in it, right? This movie's gonna be eight hours long. It's gonna be absurd. Now there, there, there. There's been talk that this is the last one in the franchise. I can't imagine anyone believes. this. Well, there's also been talk that Mid Diesel wants to do a musical. Oh my god! Please. Which, please. When I tell you, please. If there is a musical Fast and the Furious, I don't think I've ever wanted anything more. I will. I, I will start. I will pitch my tent outside the theater right now. You mean that literally or figuratively? Well, both. Imagine Vin singing See You Again <laughs> in the musical. Oh, my God. Oh, that would be just delightful. I can't. Well, listen, Kyle, going through this fast journey with you has been a pleasure. Why are you staring at me? I, I, I thought I was waiting for what else you were going to say. Well, no. I don't like when you stare at me like that. It makes me uncomfortable. Okay, weirdo. We all appreciate the time you put in watching the entire franchise. I really had fun. I mean, did I do it for our listeners? Yeah. Sure did. It's for you. I love my fans. I love you people. Love our community we've built here. Look, we all, we all live our lives one quarter mile at a time. <laughs> or in this case, one episode at a time. Ugh. And that leads us to next week. Next week, uh, we are taking the week off. I'm going to be on vacation. Uh, the Popcorn Boys are celebrating our nation's independence. <laughs> I love this country. Uh, but keep an eye on the box office. The Forever Purge. I would say, hey, I don't think anyone needs to go see a movie. And this the weekend. Boss Baby take to the, Family take Business. Take the weekend off. Take the weekend off. Go celebrate this country, everything it's given us. Both coming out. They're both on my team. And then the following week, we have Black Widow. So Let's we're going to have go. a lot of box office chatter. And just uh, when you get done celebrating, just when you get done celebrating the country, return to theaters and go see Black Widow. Black Widow, just watch it. You know, Delta Variant, just watch it at home on Disney+. Plus. Delta Variant. Okay. Sorry. Have to say this again. COVID is a hoax. <laughs> COVID is a hoax until the week after when your movie comes out. And COVID is very real, unfortunately. That's me imitating our outro. <laughs> okay, well here it comes. Let's see how you let's see how you did. Have a nice vacation. Thank you. I'll miss you. Bye. Bye.